welcome to episode 112 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i am john john how are you doing this fine night i'm all right i am the quintessential second place person today did you because... take second place at um uh Standard showdown. I did, yes. Well done. As well as second place at our draft that we did together today. Oh yeah, <laughs> which was also sweet. It was sweet. Yes, my deck was not the sweetest, but it was. I don't your, know. your deck was, was doing fun. sweet things. It, it was doing sweet things if I got time to do sweet things. Yeah, it was probably but, just a little outclassed. Yeah, I didn't really have the power that some people had. Like people, like. If people just played good cards against me, that was it. Like, yeah, you know, but, like you know, when the the random opponent who attacks you for thirty trample on turn six just kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, this is like oh, this, this is a yeah. thing. I survived it though. You did at one, one life, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I killed you the next turn. <laughs> yes, I know. I had very <laughs> zero outs, but you know. It was uh, a good time. I have to make a statement, though. Oh. Every time I s summoned Meritlage today, I lost. Meritlage was never lethal. Except against me. You answered her. I answered her, but I still lost that game. Well, yeah, but not because of Meritlage. Well, you know, it's... Like... I don't know. Uh, fair enough, I guess. I did not lose because of Merrillage. I lost because of the creature you could pump into a 30-30. Yeah. So, yeah, like, whatever. Which, if I had realized that I could actually lethal you, I would have attacked with more than just that creature, but I didn't do the math. Because like, math is for blockers. You're like, I'm just going to win this game anyways because this guy is a friggin' scrub. So, yeah, yeah but... We got a lot more to talk about here, and we actually played with some of these cards, so that's kind of fun. Yeah, we pro <laughs> To be fair, if we knew we were going to play, we probably should have saved the mechanical relevance for after. Yeah. But whatever. We didn't. I got tired that night and had to go to sleep, so... Yeah. <laughs> actually, I'm no, the servers sure. were going down. I'm also pretty sure literally nothing on this list was anything in either of our decks, since it's, like, uh... all rares and shit, so... No, I actually did get hit by one of these cards, though, and we can talk about that, maybe. But I'm uh, all right. Why don't we just dive right in? As I say. Um, so first card we're gonna talk about. We're gonna hit up the flavor section today. Um, so the first one we're gonna hit up is Ephemerate. Um, basically, it's a rebound. Uh, oh God, what is that card called now? As I just completely have a stroke and can't remember anything. Momentary blink. Moment, not momentary blink. Isn't it a um, ghostly uh... flicker? The one cloud white shift. one. Cloud, cloud shift. shift. Cloud there shift. We there we go. The one white cloud shift. <laughs> I'm trying um, to think of every single freaking blink effect in this set. It literally would have been easier to just read the card at this point. Um, yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's just basically a, the effect and stuff, cool, whatever. Like, yeah, okay, you got some stuff there. But, man, the art in this card. Holy shit. Like, it kind of freaks me out a little bit. Like, the flicker lion just kind of... Uh, like, I don't know. I just, I love the art of this card. It looks really, really cool. And, like, just with how sharp the edges are and everything on the on the flicker, the fade-out, just kind of gets me for some reason, you know? It's like, and I'm sure this is how he did it, but, like, 
you know, you paint over something where you put tape over it and just peel it off and you get those really clean lines. Like, it's just super freaky. I don't know. Yeah, I, I also kind of was curious how the art was made. And that would make sense, you know, that that is how he did it. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, when I, when I saw this, I'm like, how, how do you paint like that, like, with the proper proportions and stuff? But, yeah, if he just, like, peeled off painter's tape or whatever after painting over it, that would make sense. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure it's actually probably more technical than that, but, like, I'm sure that's the basic premise of the whole thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just looks really cool, and I really like the card, so that's why it had to go <laughs> maybe, on the list as the first one. Maybe he literally just freehanded all that shit. He's just this like, like, I got this. Just like, we're just gonna... <laughs> but... We're gonna be awesome. Hey, if you're gonna be awesome, be totally awesome, I guess. Exactly. Alright, so... Next up. Actually, this is another one of the ones I put on here, isn't it? Yeah, okay. This is another one of yours. All right, I'll hit this up. So the next one I have is... I think most of these are actually yours. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I like flavor. Um, <laughs> so, um, Imposter of the Sixth Pride. Uh, this is... Uh, what is it? Something of the Sixth Pride. I can't remember the name of the card now. Apparently, this uh, is episode forget all the names of the car- of previous cards. Blade of the Sixth Pride, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but... This is just another one of those cards that I feel like the creative of this card just all came together. Like, you know, they did the um, uh, the Changeling Shifted cards in a lot of them. Yep. And this is the, the white Changeling Shifted card of the Blade of the Six Pride. Um, and just the, like, flavor text and art and stuff like that all just comes together on this. And I just think it's super, super cool. When I the thing that sticks out with this card primarily is one hundred percent the flavor text. Yes, I agree. And like everything else about it is obviously it's like okay, it's a three one for two in white, yep. yada yada. Like it's not even that good in limited except for the fact it's a changeling. Yeah, but the flavor is text is just ex- excellent, and mm-hmm. I like how it works out. So yeah, I, I like the art direction they took with the changelings too. That the you know the gooeyness of it almost and stuff and like how the art just calls back to that other card and everything. Yeah. All of the, all of the changelings in the set, they have like little strands of their changeling form coming off of them still. And it's really interesting that they're all like that. Okay. I guess I have another one on this list too. (laughs) So um, I have another kitty cat to talk about. Uh, So the next one I have is King of the pride. Um, and it does something with cats. They get bonuses and stuff like that. Whatever. I don't even care about that. It's a lion. Uh, the only reason I care about this card it is, is is that it is another card with flavor text from the Love Song of Night and Day. Hooray! <laughs> Aren't you excited? You should be excited. We haven't had a card with Love Song of Night and Day text since Visions. It's cool. Visions! Cool. They have a lot of that poem left they can use, too. I personally like that it's a two one that gives all your other cats plus two plus one. Yeah, because Savannah Lions. Mm-hmm. But Love Song and Art Day is also sweet. I like when they have real world flavor text because they never do it ever anymore. No, it's not really real world flavor text. Well, yes, no, I it's suppose. kind of real world flavor. Text. Like they wrote the poem as a world building piece for that for Mirage, and so it's like a whole poem that they have for it. But it, and it's just really cool. I don't know. I just like it. I really wish they'd bring back real world, uh, real world flavor text as well, though. I agree, but I know there's a lot of issues with it, so yeah, you can't like, be like quoting Edgar Allan Poe and shit anymore. 
Actually, I think you can. Is that because whatever limitations? Yeah, if it's in public domain, you can do it without problem. That's why they could do a lot of Shakespeare and stuff. That's fair. Or, like, they had, like, Bible quotes and stuff like that, too, on some old cards and things like that. Like, but. This gotta, like, they gotta start, like, uh, putting, like, meme flavor text on something. Like, <laughs> I heard you like mudkips. I heard you like mudkips. <laughs> All right. Create they should not do that, because that would literally make me cry. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So. Next up, I think I think this might be you. I think this one's actually me. Yes, uh, mine. This one is on thin ice. It is one white for a snow enchantment aura. Enchant snow land you control, and when on thin ice enters the battlefield, exile target creature and opponent controls until on thin ice leaves the battlefield. The picture is of a dude just sitting on this ice floe in the middle of a like frozen ocean, and there's nothing he can do. <laughs> And it's great. <laughs> uh, obviously, this card is just like a better chain to the rocks. Just yeah, and I you don't have to play off color to, to make it work. Yeah, which is just sweet. I like. I just like in general how the flavor of this card, where it's like, oh, he's on a snowland, and yep. he can't leave. <laughs> it's fitting for people who live next to Lake Superior. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is just one of those cards that is just, like, the flavor is just kind of spot on, and it just yeah. feels super good. Like, I like, really, I really, really like that, too. Like, like Chains of the Rocks was a flavor home run, too. Also true. They're, yep. So far, they're really, really good on one white enchantments that exile creatures that actually enchant lands. They're really good at that, so. Uh-huh. Uh. Yep. Okay. Next up, we have the All-Star. <laughs> okay, it's not. Uh, Segovian Angel. It is a 1-1 for a single white with flying and vigilance. Can I just point out my favorite thing about this card <laughs> is that today you cast it against me uh -huh. and just mumbled under your breath while you cast it and passed the turn. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you knew that I would judge you. <laughs> uh, it's not a good card. This card is not good. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, man. But, like, the flavor of this card is silly. Like, we'll just be honest with that. Like, yes. Segovia is basically a meme. It absolutely is. Like, it's just, it's like, okay, we get it, you know. Yeah. But the fact that they just went with it is just kind of awesome, in my opinion. Yeah, like this, I did learn about Segovia as a result of this card being printed, which is kind of sweet. Like, oh yeah, you didn't, you didn't know about that. Yeah, I had no idea of anything about it, and like I think that's kind of nifty. It's all, it's all right. Like I'm okay with the callback. Like, like the whole concept of like the Segovia thing just kind of is like, really, guys. Okay, like that's actually rather stupid, but. I mean, where else are you going to be able to, like, reasonably print a 1-1 Flying but Vigilance Angel? I totally agree with that. Like, I, like, I'm glad they're just like, we got the opportunity, let's just freaking do it. Like, you know, and so it's cute. Also, the flavor text is just kind of funny. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what we... what? Garganticari Nats. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, whatever. Okay. Gosh, this is all me. Holy shit. So the it next is card up. 100% you. Uh, next card I have up is um, a Wall of 1000 Cuts. Um, this is Wall of Swords that can you can pay a white to attack with. 
And that's yeah. why I love it. I love the card Wall of Swords too. Like some of those old cards, I just get a kick out of. Wall of Swords is one of them because I have played that card in way too many uh, Forge games. So, <laughs> like, I don't know. I just love that they made a callback to this card and made it so it could attack. And I don't know. I It's just cool. I just dig this card. Flavor-wise, it's just more of a nostalgia thing. Like, it's a nostalgia set. We get that. <laughs> it also did lead to a pretty sweet um, uh, Tales from the Pit comic by oh, Morrow, yeah. <laughs> where it's like, general, like a general's last words, don't worry, guys, I've seen Walls of Swords before, put it, your shields down. It, it can't attack, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Uh. It's like, general whatever's last words. Yeah. It's like, that was sweet. This card is actually kind of sweet. So yeah, I don't think it's a terrible ass card either. No, not at all. Okay, all right. This is you. <laughs> this one is me because it weirds me out. <laughs> and that's called... totally okay. <laughs> yeah, it's called Eye Kite. It is a two mana blue one two flying Drake. I guess plus two plus slow as long as you draw two of our cards this turn. And it's just this Drake with these freakishly massive eyes. And I just, I don't know, man. Something about eyes. They just get to me. Yeah, it's a, it, it is it is a big eye Drake. It is just kind of a freaky art thing, isn't it? Like, Yeah, just, it, yeah, it, it's entirely a freaky art thing. It's just those eyes. Uh, eyes always get to me. I don't, I don't, I don't know why, but they do. Was, what was the card that really like got? There was one that really got you. Uh, there's been multiple, I'm sure. I can't like, think of which one you're referring to, though. So. I can't remember. There was one with like an eyeball in some way that was just like you're like I do not like that this card even exists. I don't remember. There's okay. a lot of like eyeballs. I know there's like is, is it relentless rats? Or like one of their rats are literally chewing on an eyeball and shit. There's the the squirrel card. And, there, and there's that. I don't know. There's a lot of eyeball shit going on in Magic. You, you don't like the eyeball shit going on. I gotta stop with that. <laughs> All right, what do we have up next? Uh, this one's another one for you. Is it? Yep. I don't, I don't even remember this card. I'll be honest, but Feaster oh, of Fools. Feaster of Fools. So uh, this is what I'm gonna have to read. It. This is a three-three demon for four black black. It has Convoke, Flying, and Devour two. Like, this is just one of those cards that is just the top-notch flavor ever. Yeah, this one is also an actual like, flavor home run. Like the flavor home run on this one is just insane. Like. I I think it's really cool like how they like they're they've done such a good job with a lot of the cards in here that are definitely like flavor cards of just telling such a good story with them. Um I don't know if we have another oh we do we have another one on this list that'll be coming up really soon. Um and I'll probably talk about it too, but like you can just like this card you you read through the mechanics and you play it and stuff and it just paints a picture for you. Like it's just yeah. I just think that's so cool like when they can do that and I think that really shows off the um, uh, like the skill they have as designers, especially like just how they can put all those pieces together to make something like that. Yeah, this card it doesn't resonate with me as much with Fletcher, obviously, but like just as he said, just this card just works. Yeah, it's like all these you know random clerics work together to summon a demon, and then he's just like nom nom nom. Bitches. Yeah, he's like lol, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but 
right. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Uh, this one is actually mine. Uh, it is called First Sphere Gargantua. Uh-huh. And it's four colors, black, black, for a 5-4 creature horror. When First Sphere Gargantua enters the battlefield, you draw a card and lose a life, and it has unearth for two and a black. Uh, that ability and that unearth cost are both a reference to Phyrexian Rager. Mm-hmm. And the first sphere is actually referencing the first of the nine spheres of Phyrexia, the original Phyrexia. Yep. That was actually an entirely metallic forest ruled over by dragon engines and things like this that got eaten by the dragon engines. <laughs> that got eaten. And this got eaten by the dragon engines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's go hang so... out there. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, Yogmoth really liked it. I mean, yeah. Look where that got him. <laughs> yeah, look look where that got him. I'm just going to be a normal person. I'm going to be able to take on <laughs> friggin' Planeswalkers, right? Like, NBD guys. Yeah, so this card, everything about this card is basically a reference to the actual original Phyrexia, and I just think that's sweet. Yeah, you know, you're a big fan, so. Also, the, art, those... the art is definitely a... Um, uh, Phyrexia style. Uh, yeah, old, that old is Phyrexia like, style art. Yeah, that is definitely OG Phyrexia style art. That mm-hmm. is that thing is horrifying in every yep. sense. It's awesome. So, big <laughs> fan. All right, cool. So, um, next up, I have another card that just tells a great story, in my opinion, or that just really conveys flavor with its mechanics. So, it's mob which is a four and a black for an instant with Convoke and Destroy Target Creature. Like, perfect. How how friggin' top-notch is that? Like, it's just like, you read that card and you're like, yes, this, oh, I just love it. It's such a simple design that conveys such a powerful flavor. Like, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. I, I think there there's a few other words that you said, like, man... Too bad they couldn't have named it this because yeah. of reasons. Yeah, like it would have been a good name for it, but just you couldn't do it. Yeah, we're just yeah, no. we'll, just leave, we'll leave that dog on the floor. Um, yeah. Okay. So next up, I have a, a rank officer. It's a zombie soldier. This is such a good name for a card and such a great pun. I don't even care. That was all I had to say about it. <laughs> yep. It smells bad is basically what he's. It it's just so great. Like I just love that pun. It just makes me laugh. But all right, <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, this next one I think was me. I think was you too. Because it's it's kind of sweet and just how it works. Uh, it's called Geomancer's Gambit. Mm-hmm. It's two colors and a red for a sorcery. Destroy target land. Its controller may search their library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield, and shuffle their library. Draw a card. I had this cast against me. Did Was it cast on your lands or on their lands? On my lands. It was cast to destroy the land that had a squirrel, uh, squirrel nest on it. Valid, I think. <laughs> I'm not sure. It, it seems suspect, but I'm not sure how suspect. Yeah. Uh... Sean Hobbs is absolutely certain that this card is actually good in the red green. You want your lands in the graveyard deck? Really? Yeah. Like you just blow up your blow up your land for three mana and draw a card. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, then they can like pump your own stuff. I've done crazier things. Yeah, I don't know if it's good, but he thinks it is. Mm-hmm. But I 
the reason why this card is in the flavor section is literally this is a geomancer's gambit like they are rewriting the land to see what happens and it could be really good and it could be really bad you never know when you're gonna fix your opponent's like splash color right oh yeah <laughs> like this is one of those cards that could just backfire horribly on you yeah and like i, I think yeah. this card's sweet i also Agree. think people are way too inclined to play like actual factual like demolish and pillage and limited yeah and maybe maybe this card will get them to stop thinking that those abilities are good no. <laughs> Unless you're blowing up a squirrel nest, because that is actually kind of legit. Let's be completely real here. Like, that was probably legit. I did have two in my deck, um, yes. and it really didn't help him that much, I'll be honest, but it did a little bit. Yeah. It was... I'm pretty... Yeah. I'm pretty sure he also said that, like, he boarded in a mountain and that for it. Yes, he did. So he didn't have the mana to cast it otherwise? Uh, he had one of those... Uh, like one of the lands you can pay like one and filter it. Okay. So he could he could cast it at another. He actually used that to cast it, um, but it was just the, the additional mountain. The the spicy board in the basic. That's fair, I guess. That's fine. All right. I think you got another one on the list here. Uh yes. This this is another one that kind of just plays into like the red style of humor. It's called Pyrophobia. Uh, it's a sorcery. Pyrophobia deals three damage to our creature. Cowards can't block this turn. Uh, the flavor text, I hate this. I hate fire. I hate you for taking me on this route. <laughs> Norin the wary. Uh, Norin. You whiny bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, basically, that's basically Norin in a nutshell. Yeah, right. I also like how there are actual cowards in this set. Oh, really? What ones were there? I didn't notice. I didn't. I wasn't paying really that much attention. I'll be honest. They're all. They're all also creature type oh, shapeshifter. Ch the changelings. God damn it! That actually was relevant for a game that Hobbs played today. He would have won it, except his opponent was able to top deck a different thing. But his opponent just had an army of changelings. Yeah, and he's like pyrophobia your spider to kill it all your changeling can't block swing and he was like one point off lethal oh man it's like so close to actually being good so close i mean the card's fine like legit though like you play this in most decks absolutely like, limited decks you know obviously but yeah like it... oh man so close yet so far right yeah <laughs> okay do we have anything else in the flavor section here uh, I decided to add one because this is legit. I didn't really, yeah, this is a. I think this is legit. I really didn't think about it till just now, but I put Mother Bear on here. Yep, because it's a two-two bear that you can pay mana and exile from your graveyard to make two more two-two bears. Yep, and that just fits. Yeah, it's, that's just it's good. It's good flavor. Mm -hmm. I like it. It can stay because I said so. Okay. And if you don't like it, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Start a podcast and tell us we're wrong. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably listen to it. Maybe. 50-50. 50-50. Fitty fitty. Um, yeah. I feel like I should almost mention that uh uh what is it called? The tracker or whatever that I played. Uh the, I'll be I'll be right behind you or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, that thing. Yeah. That card that card is also sweet. Flavor wise, that card was kinda cool too, but all right. 
Why don't we get into the the grab bag of stuff? Are just miscellaneous cards we wanna we wanna talk about. So I think you put this on there. Why don't you go for it? Oh, I do have that card on this list. Okay, continue. <laughs> uh, my first miscellaneous card is Sisse, Weatherlight Captain, legendary creature, human soldier. It gets plus one, plus one for each color among other legendary permanents you control. And she has a five. She has a Wooberg activated ability to search library for legendary permanent with fruit of mana cost less than her power and put that card onto the battlefield and shuffle your library. Sisse is sweet. Captain Sisse has always tutored up other legendary things. And I really don't have much else to say besides that. I think I had more when I first put her on the list, but Sisse has always been a huge part of just like magic lore for people. Yep. And she's sweet. Okay. Because I said so. Yep. Right. Um, so, so actually, next up is the card I was literally just talking about, which was the Trustworthy Scout. Uh, one in a white for a 2-2 human scout. Um, one in a white exile it from your graveyard, so should I prefer a card named Trustworthy Scout? Reveal it, put it in your hand, and then shuffle your library. The flavor text is, don't worry, if you lose me, I'll be right behind you. <laughs> On point. Like, yeah. this card was good. You never did tell me how many of this you had in your uh, I only had two. Okay. It was literally a bear that with slight upside. I mean, that was like most of this limited format. So, yeah. like, this set did not feel as powerful as I thought it would be. No, like, I wasn't kidding when I told someone today that I'm pretty sure the best cards in my deck were the commons and uncommons. Yeah, I think so too. I think the best card I had in my deck, um, although you may disagree, uh, is the recruit the worthy, which was the one uh, white instant buyback three create a one one soldier. Yeah, probably. Like that card I probably would have gas when I got it running. I probably would have made an argument for Squirrel Nest, but I think Recruit oh, yeah, actually, is never, definitely well, a viable Squirrel Nest does win. Uh, that card is just yeah. great. Like the mana efficiency on that card is actually kind of insane. Once on Squirrel Nest, so. yeah, yeah, and like just being able to just be like, I get, I'm gonna just activate it whenever I want was just huge for some of the other cards in my deck. So, yeah. but yeah, yeah, but I mean, easily my two most powerful cards were the. My two uncommons, like the blue green trample oh, that, power toughness equal to my snow permits. That dumb ass murderer, yeah. Yeah. And then the four four that gave himself plus X plus X equal number of snow permits. I control like those two are what won me my games. Yeah, you had some not the just, freaking Merilage. You had some just killers. Like yeah. those two cards were just good. Yeah, the, yeah, the Merilage was, as you said, just cute. Like it really yeah. didn't, you know, do anything in it, it didn't do insane things by any means. It was like, no. you made a twenty twenty a few times, but, like, honestly, there were really ways to deal with it in this set. Yeah. And it, it made my opponents do jump through some hoops in terrors. That so was that true. Was like, useful. honestly, that, yeah, because you played yours and I, and I just killed it. Like, but I had yep. been sandbagging that card since, like, ever. Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, you, you know, know it's, and it's like, it made me not play it on your dumb, uh, ass murder. A million, million. Is, yeah. So. <laughs> You just had a lot yeah. of ass murders. Like my ass was sufficiently murdered the whole time, <laughs> and yeah, it was sad. Right. But yeah. okay, moving on. Mo moving on. Winds, where are we now? Um, winds okay. of abandon. I think this is you, right? This is me. Uh, this card is a declaration in stone. Kind of. It's two mana white sorcery exile target creature you don't control for each creature. Exile this way. It's a control search library for a basic land card. Puts it into play tapped. 
Uh, the reason why it says target creature and for each creature exile this way is it also has overload for four white white, which is Mizia Mortar's overload cost and uh, the fact that this by itself is like a deck and stone kind of slash path to exile. I don't know. I think this card's sweet. I love that. I love how it's literally just like a gust of air that turns your opponents into flowers. <laughs> like this card is I, cool. I really like. I do love the play on this. Like this card. Like it's just like I don't know. the The effect is just huge and cool and fun. Like, well, maybe not. But like, there's <laughs> real downside to that. Like, there and that's is. what's interesting are... too. You're ramping your opponent a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I also... Uh, this is something that you're not even going to like comprehend, uh -huh. but whenever I look at this art, it reminds me of an anime where there's this guy who literally like turns his sword into pink flower petals. I'm guessing it's like, one I haven't seen. It is not one you've seen, because I know you would hate it. Okay, cool. But Thank you for every time, time I look... <laughs> every time I look at this art, that is what I think of. Fair enough. Because he literally blenders people with rose petals. And it's kind of gas. That sounds pretty anime. It is. But... Alright. Alright. I I know I put this one on for me also. But I'm pretty sure you also dig it. Oh my god, yes. Okay. I'll let you read it. This is, this is hands down the best name in the set. Like top, like me. top notch. <laughs> top notch. <laughs> For three colors and a blue, you can get a 3-3 three, three snow creature insect named Chiller Killer. <laughs> oh, man. And you can pay four and two snow mana, monstrous two, as long as it's monstrous and has flying. So it literally grows into a freaking butterfly. Yeah, like, uh, how cool is this card, right? Like, I, I literally can't say the name Chiller Pillar without smiling. I know, right? It's just... Uh... I just love it. I I love this card. Good old Chiller Pillar. Don't ever change, bud. Like, <laughs> unless you're becoming monstrous yeah. and then beating my opponents to death, then you can change into a monstrous form. But otherwise, just be Chiller Pillar. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan of it. I like it. Yep, me too. Chiller Pillar, sweet. But, so. uh, yeah, it's just and the art. I don't know, like. This is this is gonna sound stupid, but like just the big dumb caterpillar, like sitting there, just makes me laugh every time I look at it. Just like, yep, yeah. I'm a chiller pillar. What are you gonna do about it? But okay. it is it is the definition of a big dumb caterpillar too. <laughs> it kind like, of is, right? My God, it looks dumb. <laughs> just just chiller pillaring around. But All right. okay, let's move. Let's move. Moving on. on. Where are we at? Okay. This one's yours. Well, this is definitely mine. Um, I have Everdream. One in a blue for an instant draw a card. Splice onto instant sorcery for two in a blue. This is just the dirtiest, fletcherous card ever. Like, <laughs> this is literally everything you've ever this wanted. This is literally everything I've ever wanted. It's just like, huh, I wonder if I could just not do anything and draw cards for way too much mana over and over again. Like, and they're like, I got so you, fam. I, like, <laughs> so I have a really weird question. Okay. Wait, at what point does this card's effect get added to the spell? Before or after? What do you mean? Like, if I was to echo of eons, yep, and then splice onto instant or splice onto sorcery, everdream onto echo of eons, would I draw seven and then draw another one? Yes. 
Okay, that's what I thought. You, I, I believe what it does is basically tack the text on the end. So you would, yeah. so it would be like, follow the first section, follow the next section, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. That's what I figured that yeah. would make the most sense. Yeah, that's how it should work. So, Random six-card combo to be up one card on your opponent. <laughs> right. Value. Choo-choo. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if we've talked about Splice on Instant Sorcery yet. We have not. We 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 literally told them if they didn't know what the mechanics were, look them up themselves because there's forty of them. Yeah, I, I know we said that, but I'm just saying like we haven't ran into a card and, and like said anything about it. Like we have not. No. Like I don't know. If, uh, I think it's kind of cool that they like got that mechanic in because they tried to put that into um uh, uh one of the Ravnica sets actually for the is it mechanic I think really yeah. They, they actually experimented with it, and it didn't work out, so I guess they made That's it. That's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Splice on the Instant Sorcery is so much better than Splice on the Arcane 2. Oh, like, yeah. let's just be real here. Yeah, like... like <laughs> damn. Just being able to splice it onto any old card is just kind of really useful. I'm still really sad that I was just one mana off from being able to uh, splice my... That uh, golem creator thing, the splicers, whatever I think, and a splicer something, splicer skill, onto that buyback yep. card, <laughs> because that would have been, just been gas. I still would have died your thirty thirty ass beater, but like, you know, I can. You know, I can it's dream. the principle of the thing. Like, <laughs> I can dream. Let me dream, John. Let me dream. I mean, that's basically every time you play a game of Magic. To sleep so. for chance to dream. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next up. Yeah, buddy. I just have to point it out. We got Manowar in this set, and Manowar is awesome, and he smacked me around a few games, but I managed to overcome him. But I love this card. I'm so glad this card is in Modern. It's not going to do a thing at all. It's totally irrelevant. But I love Man of War. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Could have added this to a list of cards I already thought were modern legal and didn't give a shit. Yeah, like <laughs> I was, I was sad because I'm, uh, I actually was like making a modern deck at one point before um, I was less terrible than I was now. Um, <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, I have to play Aether Adept because I don't have Man of War in the format, and I was really disappointed. But all right, how how unfortunate? How unfortunate for me, right? Okay, yeah. uh, this one is you. I think you have some experience, this one, too. This one is all me. This one is Merit Lage's Slumber. It's a legendary snow enchantment. Whenever it or another snow permanent is about to you control, scry one. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control ten or mo more snow permanents, sacrifice it. If you do, create a Merit Lage legendary 2020 black avatar creature token with flying and indestructible. Dark Depths is a sweet magic card. This is basically dark depths except not even close because it's not broken in any bro breakable in any way but it's still uh I, I love anything that can make merit lage i just think making merit lage is sweet uh i like how the two different ways of making merit lage consists of either massively melting a bunch of ice or just having a ridiculously large amount of snow which is also kind of ridiculous I mean, I killed this card. 
You did. And that was about, or actually, I killed the mirror lace that came out of this card. But <laughs> like you did. Th this card is just I don't know. This card probably could could have been put in the flavor section because this is just top notch. I think, but like this is yeah, yes and no. It kind of is. I think it's. I mean, it's obviously more fair than <laughs> than a uh, dark depth by miles. Yes, that card is actually broken. Yes, that card is actually broken. It is very, very broken. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I have to say about this card. It's kind of cool. I don't like Merit Lage as much as you do, so. <laughs> That's fine. Yep. But I don't have any hate here, so. Yeah. Okay. What do we have next? We have String of, Disappear cool String of Disappearances. <laughs> this card is cool. This is Chain Unsummon. Yep. Literally chain on summon. Uh, yep. Sweet callback. I don't know what else I want to say about that. <laughs> I can't imagine this good enough at anything. So oh, it's, it's not fine. good enough in anything, but it's just kind of cool. But all right, good talk. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we got twisted reflection. Call us in a blue for an instant. Choose one target creature gets negative six, negative zero until end of turn. Switch or switch target creatures' power and toughness until end of turn, and twine for a black. So this is kind of a throwback to a card that I really like called Twisted Image. Mm -hmm. The art is definitely a throwback to Twisted Image. Oh yeah, Image. this is, this card is just is definitely a throwback to Twisted Image. This card is basically just removal. I'm a, I like it. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> like this card is just sweet. Like yeah, I don't I I love the design of it super interesting like the twisted image callback is nice like this is just one of those cards that you look at the design of it and you're like nice like it's just it's i good. approve yeah okay next up we have defile it is black for an instant target creature gets minus one minus one until end of turn for each swamp you control it's a mini mutilate. I I love this card. I think well one because I I design, when we were like messing around with making a custom set and stuff like that. Uh, I designed a card almost exactly like this, <laughs> and um, uh, except this card is better than that one because I think it's cheaper. But um, and also, I just think this is a cool effect in general. Like I really liked Quag Sickness, the Aura, for yep. that did the same thing. Like, I just thought that was a cool card, too. So, stuff like that is something I just really, really like. All right. That's fair. Card is actually sweet. I'm a fan yep. of it, so. All right. Why don't you... I don't think it's good enough for a constructed format. Oh, God, but, no. You know. No, 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 no. But, yeah. uh, All right. Next next step is basically us pouring one out for <sighs> just a little too late. Just, just a little, little low, a little behind the curve here. Like, yeah. Diabolic Edict is officially modern legal. Woohoo. Immediately after they printed a strictly better version. It's like so close yet so far. <laughs> like for Diabolic Edict. I mean Edict. they they did do the best Diabolic Edict art. This is true. Like that art is just great. Like cuz I had to, like, I, yeah, I had just gotten a playset of them and I'm like like this this one came out for the set and I'm like well, crap! Like I had to swap them out because this art is just great. Yeah, but. and I do think this art is better than the pack version of Liliana's Mastery, at least. Yes, but. I agree. 
Liliana's it's still Liliana. Yeah, the pack version of Liliana's Mastery is eh. Yeah, and here's the thing though, it's still better than Diabolic Edicts. Because it is. Yeah, so. it's just it's just a better card than Diabolic Edict. Like it's Liliana like how many decks play Liliana Planeswalkers, like black decks? Like a fair number. Like it's not like she's completely unknown. Like so it's just like random upside. Yeah. So Alright, sorry. Diabolic Edict. Why you be like that? Okay. okay, next up, we have, I don't remember if I put this on the list or you did, but we have Mind Rake. I think we both did, because it's weird. So, yeah, I'll just read this one really quick. So Mind Rake is two and a black for a sorcery. Uh, target player discards two cards. Overload for one and a black. Like, huh. So for those who don't know how Overload works, you replace all instances of the word target with each. Yeah. So for one less mana, you and your opponent both discard two cards. Yeah. Which is probably bad. I mean, depending on the situation. Sometimes you want to discard your own cards, but... Yeah, I mean, like, there is, like, a semi-graveyard-based like uh style of deck in this format so like i'm guessing that's what it's for yeah it's still weird like you could discard your nether spirit to it (laughs) i don't know man it's it's an interesting card and an interesting mechanical space for um for overload like all the other overloads we saw it was pure upside to cast the overload cost Yep. Like and with this one it's it's like the lower cost and everything versus having to discard, you know, yourself and everything like that. It's it's really interesting card. I, I, I don't know. I think it's cool design space. I'm glad they got the opportunity to explore some of that with um with overload in this set. Like it, that's yeah. one of the nice things about the set is they kind of just get the opportunity to kind of you know, poke at things a little bit, if that makes sense. Like and this is one of those cards that, like, mechanically, it's just like, eh, look at All it. right, whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. After that, we have Smiting Helix. So, three and a black. Sorcery. Deals three damage to any target, and you gain three life. Flashback for red, white. <laughs> like. I, I hate this card. You hate, why do you hate this card? There was actual some discussion about whether or not this card should see play now in Dredge, <laughs> and I hate everyone so much. Oh my god! Fiery passion. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a cute callback. I, I like the callback. That's what I like. I don't like. I don't think the card is particularly great. Like, yeah. like that's the really sweet thing about Lightning Helix. It is yeah. a combination healing salve and lightning bolts, yep. and it is perfectly able to be fit into mono black. Yep. And that's the cool thing about it is it's like they're just putting both on there. Like it is yeah. like that effect is literally a mono black card. Yeah. It is interesting that it's a sorcery not an instant. So I feel like it would be fine as an instant, but yeah. I'm also okay with it. It's like whatever. I mean, yeah, it's like whatever, you know, it works both ways. I mean if nothing yeah. else it can differentiate it, you know, a little bit. But... Yeah, which is nifty. I don't know. It's cool. Okay. After that we have Umazawa's Charm. Do you want to read this one, John? Yeah, uh, 
We have colorless black instant. Choose one. Target creature gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. Target creature gets negative one, negative one until end of turn. You gain two life. <laughs> like Those are the three activated abilities of Umazawa's Jite. The most broken equipment ever printed. Yep. <laughs> like... This is one of those cards that, like, as soon as you read it, you're like, oh, okay, I get ya. Like, yeah. that's <laughs> cute. Like, I just dig that. I think it's really cool. But Yeah. I, for power reasons, I think this card should cost one mana, but for the fact that Umazawa's Jite is two to play and two to equip, it makes sense to cost two mana. Mm-hmm. Umazawa is an actual black character. Yep. So. It works. Everything about this card just fits. It's sweet. And all those effects fit in black well enough, like... It's not. Perfectly. It's not too far out of the realm. Like, no. no. Like black does get like drain life, so it's like okay, we'll give it to you and stuff like that. So, but it's good. Yeah, it's fine. It's sweet. I don't know. Like, I, these are the kind of things I like. The little fun little callbacks and stuff like that. Like they just really went crazy with this this set. So, okay. Speaking of a fun little callback. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Pashalik Mons. Two colorless red, a legendary creature, goblin warrior. 2-2. When Pashalik Mons or another goblin you control dies, Pashalik Mons deals one's damage to any target. Three colorless and a red. Sacrifice a goblin, create two 1-1 red goblin creature tokens. This is a reference to Mons Goblin Raiders. Yep. This is, this which is, is who they're named after. Which is also a reference to an actual person who used to be in Wizards R and D, named Still Works There. Still Works yep. There. Oh, I thought he was gone. I don't think he is. Either way, okay. His name, his name is literally Mons. I don't know what his first name is, but his name is no. Mons. That's his first name. His name is Mons. Jo- his first name. His name is Mons Johnson. All right. <laughs> so that's also sweet. Uh, Watsy had this big thing for a while where you couldn't make vanity cards named after people. Mm-hmm. And apparently someone had been wanting to make this actual legendary goblin for a while to actually show who Mon's Goblin Raiders came from. And they literally are on record as saying, we just waited till the people who didn't want vanity cards didn't work there anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I think this one was, I think they still don't really do them. And this one is just kind of like, like this character is grandfathered into some degree because they, um, uh, yeah, like it just fits. They actually have them on flavor text, I think before, so. Yeah. So that they could kind of get it in, you know, get him in there, but say who, who, so. you know, the Mons and Mons Goblin Raider is, but, so, yeah. but yeah, this is uh, like, it's another legendary goblin. I accept it. Yeah. Right. This one going in. Probably not. Cause it's not quite broken enough. Fair enough. Just, just, just got to ask, you know. You just got to choose. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do we got next here? Oh, okay. oh, this one's this is another one of mine. All right. Tectonic Reformation. Colorless red enchantment. Each land, you, each land card in your hand has cycling for one red, and this itself has cycling two. <laughs> I also... I, one, I really like cycling. I really like lands with cycling. Yeah. I really want to play a lands deck in like any format, basically, <laughs> and this lets you do that. Also, really like the flavor text of "Alone in the charred desolation of her kingdom, she regretted many things. Most of all, not acting soon." <laughs> 
that's just a that is some heavy flavor text. Mm-hmm. That's basically all I have on it. So. All right. All right. Uh, mine is actually the next card right after this one. Uh, Throws of Yay. Chaos. Uh, so this is three to red for a sorcery. It has Cascade and Retrace. <laughs> like, I think this card is more cute than good. But the cu- I hope it's more cute than good. But the cuteness level is just way up there, so I had to, I had to mention it at least. But like, yeah. just it's funny that this card literally does nothing. Yep. Like, literally just stone nothing. There is no effect on this card. Basically, it just lets you cast yep. other cards. Like, <laughs> and then you can retrace it. So you know, I guess the guess we got that going for us, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a free discard outlet for your lands. There you go. Free discard outlets are powerful. I mean, it's not technically free, just kind of. It's repeatable, so. Yeah. But, right. Okay. Next up, we next have... up plays well with the lands that I want to make. All right. <laughs> we have uh, Ayula's influence. Green, green, green enchantment. Discard a land card. Create a 2-2 green bear creature token. This is seismic assault, but bears. (laughs) Bear assault. So, small little story. When we still played WoW, there was talk about how in a beta test they gave uh, hunters a new ability called bear trap. Mm Mm-hmm. And at the time, we had, an abil- we had an ability called Snake Trap, which summoned a gigantic b- bunch of snakes to start fighting whatever you're fighting and poisoning them and shit. Mm-hmm. And it was just like every t- the first every time anyone heard Bear Trap, they assumed that it was a trap that did that, but bears. <laughs> and we were really disappointed that all it did was like put a slow and bleed effect on our opponents. I mean, like it's a bear trap, actually, like <laughs> like yeah. like a real world bear trap, more so. <laughs> This is basically bear trap to me. This is bear trap. This is this is your <laughs> spiritual successor to bear trap. Yeah, this summons an army of bears, <laughs> and it plays really well with life from the loam, which is also in green. Oh, you know. I don't know. If... Yeah. <laughs> so, I like. I just want to summon a bunch of bears. I mean, if there's if there's a lands thing going on, this is probably going to be a piece of it, right? Yeah. All right. So my card is just the next card on the list uh, is one that I think I put on there, and it's just as good as that one, I'm sure. <laughs> so this is Weather the Storm. It is one in a green for an instant. You gain three life with Storm. Like <laughs> this, Get it? this card is just so cute that it had to be mentioned, like because it literally helps you weather the storm. Yeah, your opponent's like grape shot you. You're like, all right, I'll gain a crap load of three life, times yeah. the life that you're dealing me. <laughs> yeah, it's like the reverse of false cure. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of insane. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Real cards. Next up is like the first card that I saw that I'm like, this is immediately going in a commander deck. <laughs> Fallen Shinobi. Creature Zombie Ninja, Ninjutsu, two colorless, white, black, for a 5-4. You'll note I'm not telling you it's actual CMC, because that's irrelevant. 
<laughs> Whenever Fallen Shinobi deals combat damage to a player, that player exiles the top two cards of their library. Until end of turn, you may play those cards without paying their mana cost. Holy biscuits. That is ridiculously powerful. This card is sweet. All the black ninjas in the set suck, but the, all the blue black ones are sweet, and a lot of the blue ones are sweet. And I got some work to do on Yuriko. So. Yeah, like there's going to be some wrenching happening on that deck, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. I'm probably going to wind up having to cut Ink Eyes, which is unfortunate, because Ink Eyes is sweet. But I mean, you know, you gots to do what you got to do, right? Yep. Okay. So, next up, we have... I gotta find it on our list here. All right. Oh, it's actually right after this one. Yeah, right. Literally right next to Fallen Shinobi. I went to look at the T's, and that was not the right spot. Um, so we have the first sliver. So for the low, low cost of Wooberg, you can get a legendary creature sliver, 7-7, seven, seven, with Cascade, and sliver spells you cast have Cascade. <laughs> it's another Wooberg 7-7 seven, seven sliver. Yep. I don't think it's better than any of the other legendary Wooberg slivers, but it's sweet. I mean, it's cool as hell. Also, like, I mean, cascading off your slivers, if nothing else, it feels really cool. <laughs> it feels like that just goes insane, right? Right. Like, I mean, slivers are not the most expensive cards usually. Like, no. You, I mean, you gotta hit something with these for. You know, a little bit, but yeah, yeah, I approve. I like it. Thumbs up from I us. I need to get. I need. I need to get one eventually because I own like all of the legendary slivers, but one. So, <laughs> at some point, I still need to get a sliver overlord. Eventually, eventually, it's like forty bucks right now. Someday. All right. This next one is also really sweet. This card is weird. Like. Yeah, this card's weird. <laughs> this is Hogak? Hogak? Whatever. I like Hogak. Okay, we'll go with Arisen, it. Arisen Necropolis. Five colorless hybrid Golgari, hybrid Golgari. Legendary creature Avatar for an 8-8 trample. You can't spend mana to cast this spell. <laughs> that line of text Con is just bizarre. Like... <laughs> Convoke, delve. You may cast Hogak Arisen Necropolis from your graveyard. Trample. <laughs> yeah, this card is apparently just breaking modern right now on Magic Online. Like, like people are turn oneing this damn thing. How? Uh, it's called you go off with dredge. Or sorry, they're like turn twoing it. Okay, I'm you like dredge. One. I'm like, how do you turn one this? Man? You you like go crazy with dredge and then you use your freaking um, blood gas to convoke this bastard out, <laughs> which then triggers your prized amalgams. Jesus it's the most insane thing ever. Like, this card is so weird. It's also like being played in Bridgevine, which is also really sweet because I love Bridgevine. I don't know. I probably need to get a certain number of this card. And that certain number is probably four. Probably. This card went from $5 to $15 in a day. Jeez. That's stupid. I'm sorry. But... It is. 
but it's sweet. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. Next up, we have Nature's Chant. Uh, one and a hybrid Celestia for an instant. Destroy target artifact or enchantment. We have a strictly better disenchant slash naturalize. <laughs> they just saved us the time. It's it's kind of cool. I like that the art calls back to both of the cards. The name calls back to both of the cards, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. Every, this it's card this card is like cool what they're doing, but who cares? I I understand that it's strictly better than both, but it bothers me that people say it's strictly better than both because it because is. Dear God, any deck that can play one or the other can already play one or the other. Like one or the other, like God damn it! It's it's cute. Okay, yeah. so next up we have good cards. Why don't you read these? All right. Uh, so we have Sword of Sinew and Steel. It is the black-red sword from the cycle. I'm not going to describe everything for it because you shouldn't need me to. But a crypt creature deals combat damage to a player, destroy up to one target planeswalker and up to one target artifact. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's fine. Cool. Sure. Uh, and then Sword of Truth and Justice. This is the white-blue version. And whenever an equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, put a plus one, plus one counter on a creature you control on a creature, not equipped creature, and then proliferate. Hmm. That one is actually possibly really powerful in, like, Commander, which is the only place swords ever see play. (laughs) Right. Swords are are better in Legacy than they are in Modern. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. (laughs) That's just the truth. So. It's still sweet. Yeah, I like cool. that they're I'm doing the they're... allied colored now. Yeah, I'm glad they're working on working on more of the cycle. Yeah, like, eh, they can keep picking away at it. Okay, so last up on our miscellaneous list, we have the talismans. They finally printed the enemy color talismans, Woo-hoo. which is nice for any commander deck that plays talismans. Yep. So. Or any any commander deck that didn't have access to talismans. Yeah, it's probably a better way of putting any, it. So. Any commander deck. <laughs> yes. All right. Cool. All right. Some sweet cards there. Yep. All right. Let's get to the sweetest. <laughs> this is the most weirdest way to start the 10 out of 10 wood card again cards. This is, this is probably the weakest on the list, but still, this is just top notch, I think. Like this card. Okay. Next up, we have Generous Gifts. Two colors and a white instant. Destroy target permanent. Its controller creates a 3 3 green elephant creature token. The best presents are impossible to re gift. The art is literally an elephant sitting on somebody. This card. Uh, this, this, is, this is a very obvious reference to something called the white elephant gift. Yep. I think that was its name in playtesting, actually. I'm not surprised. Yep. I love that this is just a color-shifted beast within. Yep. And I love the uh, the arts. Just a goddamn elephant sitting. <laughs> it's just perfect. Like, this... Uh, it's just everything came together on this card. You just, I just love it. Uh, so so good. Uh, but... and this, this card's great. And it's worth... Yeah. That's it. Okay. That that is a weird ten of ten, but I think it I think it slides into the ten of ten. Like any car that you look at and you start like smiling once you like notice all the little bits means it should probably be on this list. Oh yeah. Okay. So 
Uh, so next up we have Sarah the Benevolent. So I don't know if we want to read all of her, but you know. All of her abilities do something that specifically reference a previous Sarah card. Yeah, maybe we should she... maybe we should read it just for, for that yeah. sake. So she's two white white for a legendary planeswalker. Sarah, four loyalty. Her plus two is creatures you control with flying get plus one plus one until end of turn. And that references what? I don't recall that one exactly, but I know I, it is something that references Sarah. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember that's 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 the least noticeable yeah. one. Uh, minus three is create a four four white angel creature token with flying and vigilance. This is obviously Sarah Angel. Yep. Okay. And her minus six is you get an emblem with if you can control a creature, uh, if you control a creature damage that would reduce your life total to less than one reduces it to one instead. Which is worship. Yep. Which is another which outs outside of the soon to be printed signature spellbook Gideon, every single or the original artist or art of worship was literally Sarah standing in front of a statue of herself mm -hmm. being worshipped because she is the mono white planes yeah. I actually I forgot about the invocation worship, which is a catch rope. No, okay, I guess there is one, but I, I totally forgot. Yeah, but yeah, like. On point. But. On point. It's sweet. Um, I don't think the card is insanely powerful. Nope. I think the card is going to be highly sought after, yep. though, because A, it's Sarah, and B, she just does sweet things. She's just cool. Like, the card is so like, cool. The art is phenomenal. It all just comes together on this one, too. Like, all the abilities are Sarah perfectly, you know, previous yeah. cards and stuff. Like, top-notch. Love it. I need this for my Angel EDH tribal deck. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. So speaking of absolute on-point flavored and rares I opened that I passed, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have um, Mirrodin Besieged. Uh, so this is Tuna Blue Enchantment. Uh, as Mirrodin Besieged enters the battlefield, choose Mirren or Frexian. Uh, Mirren is whenever you cast an artifact spell, cr create a 1 1 colorless mirror, mirror artifact creature token. If you choose Frexian at the beginning of your end step, draw a card, then discard a card. Then, if there are 15 or more artifact cards in your graveyard, target opponent loses the game. This card is sweet. And the art, the art is just crazy good. The flavor of this card is spot on. Like, yeah. holy shit. Like, I love that the Mirans, as you, like, the Mirans, you do things and it builds up. And with the Frexians, you can just, somebody just loses. Like, <laughs> like they have that ability on it. Like, it's just. Yeah, and it's very, uh, it's very, very much playing into the graveyard theme, which has always been a thing of Frexians, yep. of just, like, bringing back the dead and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, this, they just. It's amazing that they encapsulated such a giant concept or event in a single card and did it so well. Oh. Okay. I'm I'm a huge fan, yeah. so this card's sweet. Yeah. Alright. You gonna take the next one? <laughs> yes, I read your I read your subtext. Alright. So I I wrote this one as Urza Douche Canoe. <laughs> Not but I have on. to I I'm going to be real, though. I probably would have done the same thing Urza did. I mean, we'll be honest. 
Okay. I'm also a self-admitted sociopath. So, <laughs> Urza, Lord High Artificer. Two colors, blue, blue, for a 1-4 legendary creature human artificer. Urza, Lord High Artificer, enters the battlefield. Trade a 0-0 colorless construct artifact creature token. With, the, with this creature, it's plus one, plus one for each artifact you control. He makes Karn structs. He made Karn. <laughs> Tap an untapped artifact you control. Add blue to your mana pool. Hmm. Well, that seems real, real similar to something called Talarian Academy. Yeah, yeah, that card was totally legit. And five colorless. Shuffle your library, then exile the top card. Until end of turn, you may play that card without paying its mana cost. This is also a reference to another artifact from back then that I don't remember what it's called. But that's also Mind's Desire. I was say, it's also Mind's <laughs> Desire if I've ever seen it, but <laughs> yeah. This is another one of those just like perfectly on point planeswalkers. Mm-hmm. That isn't a planeswalker. Yeah. He still has three abilities like a planeswalker, which is kind of sweet. This just perfectly encompasses Ar- like Urza as he is, minus the, you know genetic testing Maybe. and breeding the perfect human i think this genocide. is more early urza than anything too to some degree yeah but, this is him before he went completely off the yeah, rails yeah like just partially off the rails i don't think he was ever totally on the rails either so no but, yeah like that yeah this card is just cool they really nailed urza as a legendary creature i think like it just it, it's just one of those cards that feels super good when you like when you see it yeah. Okay. So next up, we have a card that doesn't feel super good when you see it, but still just kind of all comes together. Um, Dead of Winter, two and a black for a sorcery. All non-snow creatures get minus X minus X until end of turn, where X is the number of snow permits you control. The flavor text is at last silence, which is a reference to another really really old planeswalker, but named Tevesh Zat, who has never had an actual card made of him. Yeah. But every, like this card, this card is sweet. This art is just morbid. Perfect. Like, like <laughs> God damn this card. I like it. I want it. I kind of want to put it in my mono black EDH deck and just replace all my swamps with snow swamps just, now. Just for this. <laughs> it's a second mutilate hey. that costs one less mana. There you go, right? Like, yeah, it's just... It creates such a good feel. Like the whole card comes together to just like that chilly, that weird chilling feeling. But it just makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. Speaking of, do you want me to take this next card, or, or do you just wanna wanna do this one? I don't know if I can properly give this card justice. All right. Well, you just take it away. <laughs> next up, we have the father of machines himself. The original bearer of the title, the ineffable. We have Yogmoth Thron Physician. Two colorless black black for a two four legendary creature human cleric. Protection from humans. <laughs> Cause ain't no human ever gonna hurt him. <laughs> Pay one life. Sacrifice another creature. Put a negative one, negative one counter on up to one target creature and draw a card. Black, black, discard a card, proliferate. Holy shit, this card is cool. 
this card is awesome. I love how it, he has proliferate from a time before the Phyrexians even had proliferate. Because <laughs> they didn't even have it till Mirrodin. Yeah, it, but like the mechanic fits him. The mechanic fits him perfectly. That His first ability, perfect. Mm -hmm. Absolutely perfect. Yep. In, in actual, um, like his lore, he was actually a swordsman and just never even got a scratch on him. <laughs> it was insane. Uh, his middle ability also fits him perfectly. Yes. <laughs> because he was known for dissecting people while they were still alive. That is a vivisection for the people who like words out there. <laughs> yes. This card is great. I, I actually got one today. Mm -hmm. and, and the may... art card, too. You're very welcome. And the art card to go with it. I may have Impulse bought the last box from Dungeons Dragons. <laughs> uh because that's the kind of person I yep. am. And I probably need to make a commander deck about this card. Yeah, probably do, because this is your boy. This is Yogmoth, a man that I can personally identify with. <laughs> scary enough. Even though I am not personally a black person, uh, like black color identity, mm -hmm. I very much identify with Yogmoth yeah. as a person. So, like, Also, like, let's just take a moment to appreciate that art and how good it is. And the, like, subtle details, like his belt buckle being the Phyrexian symbol. And, yeah, like... And the silhouette in the window behind him being the Apocalypse mask. Yeah. <laughs> like, how friggin' top-notch is that for the artists? Ever, the only thing I don't like about this is his black eyeliner. Yeah, <laughs> you don't like but him like, as the emo kid? <laughs> I don't like him as emo kid, but everything else about this is just such gas like, like the fact that he has pow uh, power stones just sitting around from this is the story moment of this is literally when he was studying the power stones and the fact that they were creating the fittest yep. uh decay of living beings mm -hmm. like this card is just gas yeah and i love it yeah okay i think this last one is you too you can um uh yeah, this last one, we are ending on the highest note possible. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> I, I uh, forgot about that. Okay, continue. Uh, this next one is called Munitions Expert. For a black and a red, we get a 1-1 creature goblin with flash. With Munitions Expert enters the battlefield... You may have it deal damage to target creature or planeswalker equal to the number of goblins you control. When dealing with goblins, if it isn't nailed down, it's headed your way. So that includes sharks, sharks, chickens, actual cannons, like the cannon, not cannonballs, like a little, like there's this goblin like pointing ahead, being like, "Yeah, guys, let's shoot this," and like just a volley of like arrows and dynamite, and I think that's a bomb and a cannonball and like a literal shark and a chicken and like the <laughs> cannon that somebody just like picked up and threw like there's just so much going on in this art it is just friggin the gobliniest thing ever oh <laughs> shit the only thing missing is like an actual other goblin being flung which i'm sure is in there somewhere yeah, probably yeah like oh man i just i I would love for there to be, like, an extended art of this, and this munitions expert is literally riding a cannonball. <laughs> that would be just prime. Oh, man. 
but yeah that like oh my god everything about this card is just exactly what it needs to be yeah like, including the weird hat yes exactly like <laughs> oh man oh goblins oh, goblins all right john we did this? it man we we successfully recorded a podcast all right we have another one so we made it through the set um after playing with the set it's pretty cool honestly like i enjoyed it yeah this the set is i is legit fun to draft it's legit fun to play there's a billion cards in that i need to acquire now which is kind of annoying yeah yeah same here but i think it's sweet mm-hmm. i'm a fan I like that we finally have an actual Urza. We finally have an actual Yawgmoth. Yeah, buddy. But now we can make commander decks out of it. There you go. All right. Well, I think we can wrap it up for, for tonight. It's been a long one, but um, uh, if you want to shoot us some feedback, you send us an email to thelocalmeta at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. Uh, for all the past episodes and Discord link and amazing things like that, uh, check us out the lo- at thelocalmeta.com. Um, yeah, that's that. John, good talking. That's yeah, a good time. Uh, we'll catch you next time. See you.